Blog Talk Radio. host got some good stuff to talk about tonight but you know i gotta bring the fellas on the fellas are all here we are in full effect dr train jb and k-star gentlemen welcome to the madden voice what up what up it's october sure sure is ladies and gentlemen sure the fuck is time four weeks in my quarterback still look like shit Well, these are not three yeah. weeks, in. You know, <laughs> you, you, you know, we don't really, you know, we, we, we try to stick to sports and we try to st- stick to football. Sometimes we'll throw in a little NBA or a little something. But, you know, speaking of football, I got to tell you, you know, one of the reasons that the Dallas Cowboys back in the 90s became so dominant is the well-publicized trade of Herschel Walker who ended up returning to the Cowboys years later, by the way. And if there was ever a Cowboy that I would want to disassociate myself with, it's Herschel Walker. What a buffoon. What a buffoon. What an idiot. That's all I'm going to say about that. All you got to do is turn on any of the networks, and you'll see the latest. I'm not going to get into it here, but I'm just going to say, what a fucking idiot. Okay, enough. Moving on. Um, I'm going to start with our rankings. What was that? It's a great player, though. Yeah, he was. He got me time. Googling right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Google it. You'll, you'll, see. you'll have that. Yeah, yeah, he's an idiot. Um, but just if you watch any of his interviews, even before this latest piece of news, he's an idiot. Now, this latest piece of news is just over the top. But um, So, you know, we're going to start off with the power rankings. The Madden Boys waits four games, four weeks in, before we do power rankings. Some of the networks, they like to do par rankings after one week. I don't know what, what – there's no way you could have a legitimate par ranking after one week. Even we were just talking before the show started about how difficult it was, even four games in, to try to do a par ranking. You know, but figure four is about a quarter of the season so that you get a, enough sample size to kind of get a sense of, um, you know, who's who, who's, who's uh, you know, kind of power and who isn't. And, you know, before I do that, though, I do want to get this one thing off my chest. 
you know, we all have jobs. Everybody has a job, right? Or, or, you know, everyone has worked in their life at some point, right? Or most people. And your job is about competence, right? I mean, you know, you, 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 you do something and you get paid because a company needs you to perform a task or a series of tasks or, you know, build something or create something or, you know, but there's a, there is a, there's something that you do that generates revenue for a given company or leads to the generation of revenue for a given company. Okay. Now that that's pretty much, if you take mostly any job out there, you're either generating revenue or you're doing something that will lead to generating revenue. Okay. No matter what it is, because that's what companies do. They make, they make money, right? Not going to make money. And, and just for people that say, what about nonprofits? They make money too. Okay. They just can't, you can't, there's certain IRS rules about the money that they make. It's not called profit and you can't give it to people. You can't like give it to, you know, there's no shareholders. You can't give it to staff. It, it is, you know, it pretty much goes back into the company, but they need to stay afloat and make money too. Okay. And when I watch and I listen to these pundits, I feel like shouldn't there be an accountability factor to some of the shit that they say? Like, how, do you, how can you just be so terribly wrong consistently and make a million dollars a year on TV? I mean, Cleo has a better likelihood of predicting things than some of these freaking people on TV. And they continue to come on TV time and time again, you know, and, 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 and it's so clear when there's an agenda, you know. Bart Scott hates the Cowboys. I don't know why. He didn't play for the Eagles, you know. Play for the Jets. And I believe he played for the Ravens. He can't stand the Cowboys and will never give them their due, ever. It's personal. Something happened. I don't know if Jerry Jones banged his, his girl or something. I don't know what it is. But, like, oh, you, he shouldn't even be on TV. <laughs> like, why? You know, like, we're going to do the par rankings. And just as a heads up, I got the Eagles number one on my par ranking. Do you think I like the Eagles? I can't stand them, some bitches. But guess what? In my opinion, and in many people's opinion, the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now, four weeks in. Is it going to stay that way? I hope not. I'm not going to sit there and lie about the Eagles because I don't like them. I'm not going to sit there and keep them off my par ranking because I can't stand the team because I'm a Dallas Cowboy diehard. Like, I'm going to tell you who's the best team. I literally had a buddy of mine message me. He's a Washington fan. And he's like, you know, do you think the Eagles are for real? I said, yeah, I do. Do you think that felt good? Hell, I fucking know that felt. I wanted to say, man, the Eagles ain't shit. Couldn't say it. Now, I'm not making any money doing this show. We don't make money. We do this show for the love of the game. Why the fuck do those guys that supposedly love the game that made millions, in some cases hundreds of millions of dollars, how come no one holds them accountable? How come at some point someone doesn't say, you know what, you absolutely, absolutely positively suck, okay? You suck. You're never right. You take everything personal. You're no good for this. You got to go. Bye. Get you out of here. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm done. It's just it's just annoying. I say that I say that because obviously we we know that three weeks ago the Dallas Cowboys were were um, dead. They were dead, right? After one week, remember I came on the show and I said I don't know any team that won a Super Bowl or lost Super Bowl after one game. It's one game. 
That's what I came on here and said. One game. But all the, all the high-paid pundits, uh, Cowboy season is over. Stephen A. Smith missed $10 million a year. The Cowboy season is over. Well, today on his power rankings, he had them number five. How, how do you get away with that? <laughs> how? I don't understand. Anyway, let's talk about the Madden Voice power rankings. Um, Dr. Train, are you there? <laughs> First of all. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, before we, we I, I reveal the TMV power rankings, there's one thing on your power ranking that, that is distinctly different from the rest of us. You have the Chiefs number one, and you have the Eagles down to number three. I would love to understand mm-hmm. your rationale for that. Damn. Three and one versus four and zero, right? <clears throat> Naturally, the old me would would easily put the Eagles at at number one. But I was like, man, let me just take a look at you know a little bit of strength of schedule. Let me go by what I see on with my eye test, and then let me think about all right. It's only one game difference. What if these teams match up today? Who would I choose? So, with all that considered, yeah, I, 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 I and what you just stated, yeah, are the Eagles for real? Short answer, yes, but I'm still unsure. I'm still unsure because you know I'm still waiting for them to hit, you know, some of their top competition, like the Dallas Cowboys like a team that can actually play defense. So well, Jacksonville so, can play defense. Let's be clear. What? The Jacksonville can play defense. They did give us some promise defensively in that game. Okay. So did so did so did Detroit. Yep. So, so, so you see my No, you're right, you're right. That's a good problem. I'm just I'm just saying. So I, I have to push back only because we have sat on this very show and given K-Star a very hard time for a very similar set of logic. No, it's not. a Kansas City Chiefs conversation. Yep. And the Chiefs were undefeated. 9-0. And he said, right, that was it, exactly. And he said the exact same thing. But if they played, I don't believe in them. And if they played such and such, I don't think they would win. And you said... But they are undefeated. This, this is not the K Star situation. First of all, that's nine games in. Mm-hmm. Any team that goes nine and zero, I feel I feel a lot different than four and zero against the competition that you that you played. It is early. This is like the this is like the the. It's always our our, our first rankings. It's always like, yeah. man, three and one, four and zero. Uh, a few hours, one game difference. Who did you play? Who uh, you know? Well, who who was playing that day? Who's injured? You know, keeping all that stuff. Now, this is not this is not the K star situation where we're like nine games deep, and we see that Kansas City is like steadily winning, and there was no one there was no one game difference between Kansas City and the next team. <laughs> there was legitimately wasn't there? Not not that I recall. Nah, it was. Like, it was like, back. Yeah, no, nah, there was. Yeah, it was like an eight and one. There was a it was a one game. It, I mean, it was more yeah. games. Yes. But I, I recall there was like a one game. Yeah. We kind of we kind of gave K Star business that 
you know, the team. And, and, you know, strength of schedule certainly is important, but on the other side of that conversation, that, you know, I I always get frustrated, not with you, Train, but in general, when I listen to people on TV say, well, they ain't played anybody. Well, they played who was on the schedule, right? Like that, you know, so, and they did what they were supposed to do against a team that was on the schedule. So why are we, why are we, or, you know, when I get frustrated, like I said, it's not with you, but I'm, I'm listening to these guys on TV. I'm like, so why are you penalizing them? Because if they had lost to that inferior team, you would certainly, you know, be like, oh, they shouldn't have lost to that team. They're so much better. Uh, and you, you crucify them. But when they do what they're supposed to do, it's like, well, look at the record. Look at, look at the record. I heard, I heard it this weekend with Dallas. Well, they, they only played Washington. Well, that's who was on the fucking schedule, guys. So – what do you want them to do? They did what they were supposed to do against an inferior team. So, but it is early, so I, I, I you know, I, I get that. I get that. Um, I thought, I thought having the Chiefs one and then the Bills two. Um, personally, I thought that was a bit much over a four and zero undefeated Eagles team, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. I thought that was a bit much. I thought. You know, to have them third, wow, you know, the Eagles. So I guess I won't push it too far. <laughs> I, mean, hey. I, I do think uh, I do think strength of schedule matters, but I think that it's more of like an ambigu- ambiguity sort of thing where, you're, where there's a lot of unknowns. I think you should really punish a team, but I can see like if, if you know, the margin of maybe a record is one loss between two teams, I can see why you'd want to elevate another team. Um, or maybe use as a tiebreaker, just you know. Because yeah, I would see it as a tiebreaker. Yes. Yeah. If two yeah. teams are seven and zero, or four and zero, or whatever. Yeah, I may look at and I, and I may look at quality of wins at that point. But I've always man, yeah, or point differential. Yeah. Yeah, but if you win, and you know, you know, hey, from where I'm at, you know, four and zero, four and zero to me is pretty strong at this point. You know, because they're they're. Dolphins got beat, and everybody else is three and one or worse. But let's see what happens because they do have the Cowboys in two weeks. Um, all right, they got a good so, matchup um, this week. Uh, I think. What's that? I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to see, I think they, they got, got a good matchup this week. Um, Rams coming up. The Cowboys have the Rams. You talk about the Eagles? Yep. Who do the, I don't know who the Eagles have. Who the hell cares? Yeah. I'll care on Sunday, but would they be? Um, uh, yeah, they got the Cardinals. Well, yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say it's a good matchup. Never mind, fucking yeah. believe in the Cardinals. Yeah, just I, I'll wait yeah. till they play the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, that's, so if they that's win, they might be they might be number three next week. Don't give me your hands up. Don't be giving me shit. It's like they might be number three next week. Yeah, so looking. Them Cardinals the way we are, they might get beat. <laughs> they can't skip past them. No, they cannot. They cannot. Not not, not saying that. Yeah, I I just as much as I hate to say it, they look like the most complete team in the league right now. As much as I hate it, as much as I can't stand it, um, you know, I you know, it, it, Buff Buffalo was my preseason like they're they're the team. You know they're they're the super team, and they're still there. They're in the conversation, but you know Buffalo hasn't played consistently on the same level as Philly so far. 
I know they've had some injuries, but that's part of the game, right? I mean, Dallas is playing with a backup quarterback, so, you know, I don't hear about injuries. Trust me. Um, um, what's something else I was going to say? I don't remember. I, I thought when I did my par rankings, I was like, yeah, these guys aren't going to put the Cowboys in the top five. I'm going to have to defend myself. And yet everyone put the Cowboys in the top five. I was, rather, I was actually I was rather, rather happy about that. So, um, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, I put them in there. I, I was delivering between them and uh, I, forget, God, I forget which other team, but a bunch of good three and one teams. But I liked for me, my tiebreaker was actually using point differential and just looking at the Cowboys defense, how damn good it is. Well, for me, outside of Kansas City and Buffalo, um, the Cowboys was the next best three and one three and one team. They're pre- they're pretty scary. Yeah, in my my opinion, uh, Cooper Rush is playing the type of ball that he needs to play. It ain't a quarterback controversy, but he's definitely playing the type of ball that he needs to play. When you look yeah, at the rest of the three and one to compare him to, you're looking at Minnesota, and I get it, but I was definitely deflated with the Minis- with the way Minnesota lost to Philadelphia, uh, and that was Minnesota's the one true quality team that was on Philadelphia's schedule. Uh, Buffalo. I had to go through their division plus Miami plus Baltimore uh, and Kansas City. Yeah, they had the one off with the Colts, which is a head scratcher. But Mahomes is doing spin moves and throwing hook passes for touchdowns. So I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> I like that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give it to him. <laughs> you, know? you know what I this know? Moon, you this know. man is moonwalking throwing touchdowns. You know what? You know what else is funny is K-Star and Train both have the Dolphins in their top five, and me and Jay do not. So, struggle with that one. And here's here's the deal. I yep, said, me too. I, I said, I, I was, at one point I put Green Bay. And I was like, nope, I'm putting the Vikings. And then I was like, you know what? If two is healthy, let me, let me see what happens. Let me just... Give the Dolphins one week to shine and see what happens. <laughs> he's already out for Monday. Monday. Yeah, I know. He's already out. I know. He's already I know. Out. So I just yeah. want to see what is this. Is they this a like, true yeah. team, regardless of Tua or or not? I, won't, I, I didn't want to base it off the game that they just lost because, I mean, uh, the players will say it's a, different, it's a different opportunity where you can prepare with the first team. So let me just see holistically uh, – from McDaniel's, what does he, what does he have? Um, yep. But yeah, I just, I like the way that they were winning versus Packers and Vikings. And they did beat Buffalo. That's why I put them on there too. That's true. And uh, fuck the Packers. They did. They did. I don't have to put them in my power rankings. They're assholes. Barely beat Buffalo, <laughs> who had significant injuries. Barely. Yeah, like, they did. Barely. Buffalo they did. did have significant injuries. That's very yes. true. So I mean, at I, home, I, I, but they came back. South, South yeah. Florida heat. Yes, and that heat definitely, you know, they were on the shade and Buffalo was in the sun. Um, you put that game in Buffalo, I don't think it's close. You put that game in a neutral site, I don't think it's close. I really don't. I think I think Buffalo's so much better than Miami. Probably I, true. I, Probably true. I, I, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt for that big win initially, I, in my opinion. And you know, I got to tell you. I'm not a fan of how they're handling this whole concussion thing, Miami. I'm not a fan Ooh. of, you know, I mean, you know, this, 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 people die from this kind of stuff, 
right? This is this is serious. And no matter where, no matter what story I listen to, I'm not hearing anything that makes me feel good about how they handled this, you know. And I'm old enough to be that guy's father, okay? And I'm right. sitting there. If that was my son, man, fuck that, you know. Like it, it just, I, I just, I'm not digging it. I'm not, I'm not digging it at all. So um, I just don't understand how you go. How the TV? We're all watching the game. We see, we see the hit he takes the week before. We see him get up and literally drop yep. back down to his knees, where he yep. had to be held up by his own teammates because he just he couldn't he couldn't walk. But you reported that's a back injury, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. so the sun so so the sky is not blue. My bad. Right. My well, bad. and 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 here's the thing. And we didn't. We were. You know. We. I was gonna cover this last week. But you know, if you if you watch the video, and you see him go down, the first thing he does is grab his head. He doesn't grab his back. Yeah. He grabs his head. Yeah. So yeah. maybe yeah. his back hurt too. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, football's a violent game. He, he could have had back issues. I mean, shit. But when he goes down and his head hits, and you see that impact that we all know from watching years of football, he immediately grabs his head. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And anyone who follows sports, contact sports, knows that the follow-up concussion is 10 times, 50 times, 100 times worse than the first one. He got a concussion the next four days later, Thursday night, and he's already yeah. – it's. Yesterday, I think, or today, I don't know, yesterday or today, I think it was yesterday, they ruled him out already for Sunday. So you're not going to tell me he didn't have a concussion the first time. You're not, because the second one was bad. Okay, it was bad. You go YouTube it, there's plenty of doctors that analyze the tape, and they'll tell you how bad that was. Mm -hmm. It feels like Miami was telling us, don't believe your lying eyes. After right. a game versus Buffalo, right? I mean, that's basically what right. we're getting into. Don't believe your lying eyes. Listen to us. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. with that one. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. All right, so that said, uh, here are the TMV par rankings. Our very first one for uh, 2022. We'll start at number five, the aforementioned Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Number four. Number four. Wait a minute. Hold on here. Hold on here. Hold on. Number four. <laughs> the dead and buried. The season is over. Dallas <laughs> football Cowboys. Of course. Now nah, I gotta. I gotta hold on here. I gotta do this because I'm using a different system. There it is. There it is. How about them Cowboys? Yes, sir. Number four. Number three. <laughs> Cumulative power rankings, Kansas City Chiefs, number two, Buffalo Bills, number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles are for real. I hate them. I can't stand them. I, I want nothing to do with talking good about them. I want to lie and say they suck, but I can't do it. That, that team is real. I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan, but he's showing me something. Tua was showing me something before he got hurt. You know, now Kyler, eh, starting to do Kyler Murray things, okay? So, you know, he's fast. He can run around a lot. But I, I, I'm still not a believer, and he's, he's kind of showing me what I kind of thought. But Tua, before he got hurt, yeah, he was balling, and Jalen Hurts is balling, you know. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think Train, will, you know, I'm sure we'll get into it more in the next show. But, um, you know, 
when you look at, and I know Jason Jay was probably looking his chops like I was, but when you look at the Rams and the 49ers and what the 49ers defense was able to do to the defending, the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, if you're Dan Quinn, you got to be sitting over there talking about, yeah, hold my beer, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, so for anybody who might have thought that this was going to be, a, you know, well, Cowboys may have a bit of, you know, the Cowboys got a damn good chance against the Rams. Did you watch what happened last, last night? You think they're going to fix that in a week? I mean, that that's personnel right there. That's personnel. Back city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I said we were going to talk quarterbacks. So let's talk quarterbacks. Can I, can I, and I'm curious you guys, all of your opinions on this since, since, you know, I've mentioned the Cowboys a couple of times already, but, um, and Oh, Mr. K star, we're going to get to you next. Cause something happened in, in Pittsburgh over yep. the last couple of days. So we go in there next. So just get, get ready. But before we go there, let's talk about real quick. I feel like, I, I feel like, I, I feel like K star when I say that, isn't that what he say all the time? All right, guys, real quick. <laughs> Isn't that a case star? <laughs> yep. It was case star, right? Real quick. Um, yep. But can we stop with the quarterback controversy stuff? Can we just stop? Can we stop? It's fun. This, this is not Dak it Prescott. It's a lot of fun. Fourth round it's draft fun. pick. It's fun. Won 11 straight games. He is rush hour. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, I was about to say, did you get a hold of my, my suicide? That sounded like a damn one of my little sound effects. <laughs> damn, that sounded like you know, one of my little Game over. <laughs> um, but is it, is it, could it happen? Of course it could happen. But for people that don't know, Cooper Rush has been with the team since 2017. When Jason Garrett was fired, Jason Garrett went to the, to the um, Giants as their offensive coordinator. He brought Cooper Rush over there with him. Okay? After one year, Jason Garrett was fired. Cooper Rush was released. I don't believe he even took a snap. He has been on practice squad. He has been... Um, you know, had, had, I think he had, he, I think he's on his second contract. Okay. Signed him to like a one or two year contract. My point is 31 teams have had a number of opportunities to grab him. The giants had him two years ago and nobody was interested. Now I'm not saying he's not playing well. I'm not, I, I, I got a lot of theories on what he's doing today, and it's great, and I'm not going to take anything away from him. But the likelihood that now after, now in his fifth or sixth year, that he's going to leverage this into a mega contract, no. Could he leverage it into an opportunity to go play somewhere else? Sure. Would somebody give him a shot, want to bring him in, sign him to a one-year deal, and, you know, give him, I don't know what the one-year price would be for a Cooper Rush if he continues to play well, $15 million maybe? possible but the notion that Dak Prescott who when he was got his contract was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL who got 75 million dollars last year and getting 40 million this year is going to lose his job to Cooper Rush is laughable it's laughable now hey 
we could come back in a few weeks and he beats the Rams and he beats the Eagles. And, you know, you know, you, you know, all of a sudden it was, we're going to get Dak back by the Rams. We're going to get him back by the Rams. And all of a sudden, well, he can't grip the ball just yet. Right. Dak, take your time. Right. Okay. I get it. He's hot. You're going to let him play, but he's Dak will be back. This team, if they're going to win, Cooper's doing a great job. But if, if you watch, if you know anything about Dallas, the, the man to really applaud is Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore has created a game plan that fits Cooper Rush. Heck, they were on the roster together back in 2017. Okay? They were both on the depth chart together. They know each other very well. Cooper's been in the system for several years. He's very comfortable. That's why Noah Brown, because Noah Brown's been in the system for several years as a backup, as a sixth wide receiver. So that's why Noah Brown's doing so well. And it's working out great for Dallas. But this, this thought that Dak could possibly lose his job, everyone out there need to let that go. That, that, just let that go. Now, I will say this, and then you guys can chime in. I think one thing Dak can learn, which is the same thing Tony Romo needed to learn, is how to take what the defense will give you. And I think Cooper Rush is doing a great job of that not forcing anything, not trying to, you know, always make the big play, not, you know, even when they're down, he's not trying to get, you know, all, all the points back. He's very calm. He's very patient. And I think sometimes Dak and Tony did the same thing when he was a quarterback. You know, you, you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. You don't have Amari Cooper and you don't have, you know, these other guys and you, you hear the, the press and it's all on Dak and it's all on Dak and it's all on Dak. And then Cooper Rush says, yep, it's all on Dak. I'm just going to go play football. I think Dak could pick up a little bit of that, you know, and just be like, look, fuck these guys. I'm just going to go play football. And I think when he comes back, that's exactly what he's going to do, and I think he's going to ball out. Those are my thoughts. Anybody else have anything to say, or did I take it all? I probably took it all. That's what I do. Well, I, I was going to say, I think he needs to just go back to how he was his rookie year, where he wasn't trying to do too much, and basically was saying the same thing, because that's what came to mind when, when I was watching Rush play, and he's not not going overboard. He's not trying to force anything. Plus, he's protecting the football too. I mean, another game with no turnovers, even though we got a couple bailouts with penalties uh, that negated a pick. And then the prior game, he had a couple balls that should have been picked but went through the defender's hands. When when you're playing mistake-free football, that leads to to great things. So when that comes back, he's got to. Being a game manager is a bad thing, <laughs> and, and if everybody's doing what they need to do and all you have to do is make sure you don't do too much and stay within the parameters of the plan, you should be all right and be successful. So hopefully that's what he's able to do when he gets back and he's paying attention to what uh, Cooper's doing. Okay. Anybody else? Anything else? Well, TV controversies are fun. You can blame Jerry Jones for some of this, okay? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Did you hear what Zeke said? <laughs> Zeke said, no. Jerry Jones is doing it for clicks. Y'all, come on now. <laughs> and he's right. Yeah, he is. And he yeah. is. Yeah. Rather entertaining. It is rather entertaining. I do want to rush hour. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I do want to say this. <laughs> I do want to say this. Dan Quinn is gone after this year. Yeah. Dan Quinn will be a head coach somewhere next year. Okay? Dallas better get I'm not saying you got to go win the Super Bowl though that would be nice but I'm not saying that but we cannot have another one and done playoff run 
you know, or, or tanking down or any other shit that we've seen over the over previous years. We have a defense playing out of its mind. Dan Quinn is like, you know, pretty much he went, you know, he went out, he had some interviews, it didn't feel right, and you know, Jerry Jerry gave him a raise and he's like, you know what, let me just go back and finish this job. And he's doing he's doing as good a job as any defense coordinator in the NFL. Amazing work. Y'all better y'all y'all better take advantage of this because he's gone after this year. He's gone. He wanted he will he be wanted ahead Chicago. Coach. What's that? Dan, Dan Quinn wanted Chicago. And he couldn't well, get Chicago. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. <laughs> you want him? <laughs> you might have him. We're gonna get to Chicago too. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to your team, Trey. We're gonna get to your team. I was a little upset with you, man. You couldn't beat the Giants for us, man. I'm like, come on, Trey, help me out, bro. Help me out. Man, yeah. need a picture. You are no more disgusted than I am. Trust me. No, I know that. That's why. That's why. <laughs> that's why I don't bother you because you're you're like you know uh, one of my best friends up here is a Raiders fan. I haven't texted him at all. I'm like, nah, that nigga reached through the phone and choked me. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't fucking with him. I ain't fucking with him at all. So yeah, nah, nah. Um, but I do want to get the K star. Yeah. And I hate it when I'm right. But I love it when I'm right. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you he was coming? Didn't I tell you? Thoughts on your new starting quarterback? Uh, well, I'm excited. I feel like I actually watched the Steelers again without wanting to kill myself every single play. Um, you know, I figured the plan beginning of the year is play Mitch, and if he struggles, put in Kenny. And honestly, I wonder if it was almost too late. You know, because starting him at halftime, I don't think it was the right move. I think we should start him beginning of the game. Um, but he played really well. You know, he was 10 of 13, 176 yards. He had three picks. But if you guys saw those interceptions, you know, one was Hail Mary and two others fell off receivers' hands. And he punched in two touchdown drives, energized the entire team. And there's an awesome stat that goes to show the ineffectiveness of Mitch and the effectiveness of Kenny just in those few drives. So with, with Trubisky at quarterback, the Steelers have 42 drives, four touchdowns. With Kenny Pickett at quarterback, they had three drives, two touchdowns. So it's a change that needed to happen, A. And B, is a change that has excited the team, and I think the fans, of course. And Kenny looked good. Like I said, he looked good. He came in, scored a few touchdowns. Um, offense was, was much better immediately. And he showed some potential. And he kind of showed what he showed in the preseason and what we heard in camp. And so that's very encouraging for Steelers fans. Now, he has a tough stretch of games coming up versus Buffalo. Philadelphia's in there. Miami's in there. It's pretty brutal. Is, Tampa Bay's in there. Is, which is why you start him at halftime with nothing to lose. Parcells did the exact same thing with Tony Romo. Bledsoe was getting killed out there, and, and he couldn't do it. And he loved Bledsoe, right? But he couldn't yep. do it. And he brought in Romo at halftime, and Romo never looked back. You gotta if you if you can control it, he's got nothing to lose. He can just go out there and play football. There's no expectations, yep. you know. Teams are already not doing well, but the upside. Yeah. So if he goes out there and sucks, it's like, well, okay, you know, he didn't practice with the first team all week, blah blah blah, you know. But if he goes out there and right, does right. well, right, then Mike right. Tomlin can say, hey. He gave us some – I saw Tomlin's post-game interview. Gave us some energy, came yep. in. We had to make a change. He, he ignited us. Oh, and he's the starter next week. <laughs> <Stop! Yep. laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. 
Yeah. The bar was yeah. low, and he cleared it really easily, and so it gave them an right. excuse to start him the rest of the way. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and so we're excited. The fans are excited. You know, we might have our first losing season under Tomlin, but honestly, if Pickett goes out and plays well rest of the year, you know, then we will consider it a success because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, one and three, this brutal four-game stretch coming up, it's not looking very good. So we just really want to hope, we really hope that Kenny plays very well and um, see if we can go on some sort of run and show his potential. And I'm very excited to watch the games from the rest of the season four. Okay. You know, if I die and come back as a white guy, I want hair like his. <laughs> his hair is pretty sweet. <laughs> train right now, train right now, saying, "Where the hell did that come from?" <laughs> Holy shit! I'm just saying, man. You know, y'all, y'all white dudes, y'all can do that shit. Y'all, I don't like when y'all do the man buns though. That that shit's kind of gay. Y'all need to cut that shit out. I was at the beach one day with this guy. He's like, you know, buff, good-looking, good-looking young man, and he had a man bun. I, I call, I pulled him to the side. We actually became friends after this. I pulled him to the side. I said, "Bruh," I said, "You good-looking dude, man. You got the women looking at you. You know." Look. I finally was a cop afterwards. I'm like, well, "Don't arrest me." But what I'm telling you is, why the fuck is you got your hair up in a bun? You grow your hair out to wear it out. Where the shit? The fuck you putting it up for? That shit look like a fucking chick, dude. He's like, does it look that bad? I said, yes! Get that fucking... <laughs> yes. Oh, Ray, what the fuck that is out of your head? Let that shit hang down to your shoulders. Shit. One thing I can't do. I wish I could... Man, my hair down to my shoulders. Shit. Anyway. His hair is pretty sleek. There's a really funny gif I'll share with you guys. So, like, he's, he's using the Gatorade bottle before the, literally before this past game, and he just looks like sunshine out there. It's, it's wonderful to share. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like the kid myself. I, I just like him. I just, I just, I just thought he was a good pickup for you guys. He's the heir, he was the heir apparent. I mean, Trubisky, he's, he's, you know, I mean, train could, train could tell you all you want to know about Trubisky. And at the end of the day, the guy just didn't get it done. Did he have flashes? Yeah. He had flashes, you know, but Hey, you man. know, what happened to Trubisky is what we said. What happened to Trubisky? It was just Word. a matter of time. That's, That's true. all. Ain't That's nobody else cries around here. That's true. That's true. That's true. We Ain't nobody surprised. Mm-hmm. But you gotta feel. You gotta feel for the guy, though, right? Like, I, I get it. These guys make millions of dollars. At the end of the day, their lives are just fine. But you know that, that interview. I mean, to, to and and I give him credit. He stood right there at the locker, or sat by the locker, and did the interview. You know, and he was as positive about everything as he could be. But, man, inside, man, he just got to be dying like the fuck. You know? The only people, yeah, that, should, the only people that should feel bad for Zerbisky are the assholes who drafted him at number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's their fault. Hey, Trey, because if you, really if you would have evaluated him the way you should have evaluated him, all right, he wouldn't have got out the first round. But, no. Tell me how you no. really feel. I don't. I don't no, and this evaluate. Those are the people that should feel bad. Dumbasses. Bruh. Yeah. I, I just, uh, didn't like me. <laughs> did, did you guys catch any of the uh, Kenny Pickett highlights or have any thoughts or anything? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I, I, yeah. I, I think he's got poise. I think the moment was not too big. This, this is what I look for. I look for is the moment too big for you? Do you look like a deer in headlights? You know, when you're a rookie or you, you know, first, second year and you come in. And I remember, you know, when Aaron Rodgers came in after sitting behind Brett Favre, and I'm like, 
this dude look, I've been playing for 10 years. I remember when Ben yeah, Roethlisberger came in yep. and played for the Steelers as a rookie. And I said the same thing. Big six foot five, whatever the hell he is, standing back there looking mm-hmm. like a damn, looking like a veteran. You know, there's just certain guys that come in and you can just see it. And I think, I think y'all got something there, bro. That's my opinion. Yeah, I'm excited. He was taking big hits in the pocket, too. Like, he was taking some mammoth hits and delivering the ball anyway. That's always something you want to look out for. Make sure they're not looking at the pass rush and uh, aren't too afraid of the moment. Like you said, he looks really poised. I'm excited. Man, this is like a Troy Palomalu shampoo commercial you just sent us, man. That's what this looked like. God damn <laughs> Fucking great. That's a light no tears. He was like 24 years old. Yeah, bro. Uh, damn. Um, Chris Winky out there. Well, congratulations. I think I think I think you guys have something there and let's just see. You know, I mean, hey, you guys got some tough games, but you know, you look yep. around the NFL, I mean, honestly speaking, if there was ever a year that any team can beat anybody, it's this year, man. It's this fucking year. Yeah. Am I wrong? Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Nope. What the fuck Lyle, is going bro. on? There's no there's no at- favorite anymore. There's no My pick is so shitty, man. I cannot pick them. Dude. I, ain't, I haven't made double digits. Don't pick them yet. Man, the omniscient one died because I can't pick shit myself. <laughs> the fuck? I'm sitting up here. I'm sitting over here. You know, the Colts beat the Chiefs. And I'm like, huh? Hey, Matt Ryan. It didn't suck ass. Like very big sweet. Yeah, that's what's right. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, and, and then the Giants. The Giants are three and one. The Giants are the worst three and one team in the history of football. The worst it would have been us if we, if we would have been three and one. We would have been the worst three and one team in the history of football. <laughs> I, I'll take that honor right now. You know, oh, it's the three and one. Right there, it's the three and one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it at number five just just to piss y'all off. <laughs> and you know what? I would have I been, you know what, I would have been, well, I already know what Chain's putting in his top five. You know what, I almost thought about fucking with y'all putting Dallas at number one. I was like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> the only chance I get. This would have been the best time to do it. I would have been You know what I'm saying? I mean, Train got the Chiefs and the Bills one, too. Why the fuck couldn't I put Dallas at number one? Three and one. Nah. Three-game winning streak. Defense looking like a Super Bowl defense. The fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's rush hour. That's all you had to say, right? Right behind Dallas number one. It's rush hour. Speaking of the Bears, so you know we were all in on your boy. We were all in. We were all, all of us, on this phone when we saw hmm. him in college. You know, you were excited. I think last year, right? He was drafted. You were excited. You came on the show. You were thrilled to death. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little concerned, Trey. Did I sound like that? God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were hitting that high octave. You don't want to talk But I'm getting a little concerned about your quarterback. Now, it's only a second year. I get it. You know, and you, and you, you, could, you could say, T, it's going to be all right. You, you could say that, and I will believe you. Because the one thing about Dr. Train is he is brutally honest about his team. So what's up? So man, I mean, I've read, I've, I've watched the games. I read a ton of stuff because you can watch the games, but sometimes 
you don't catch everything. I follow this right. other I follow this other network that that that's exclusively guys like us, but they focus only on the Bears. But the cool thing is that they get game film. They actually get the film that, that you can break down from the coach's angle. So okay. I, I, I watch that so I can see stuff that that I may not be able to see. So, and I'm sitting reading the articles all the way up to this show time as I'm here at work, by the way. Uh, but uh, <laughs> things right now, the only thing I can that what I can deduce to is that uh, the fault is on everybody, and I mean Justin Fields included. The the disappointing thing about watching Justin Fields is that I didn't think I didn't think a change and this is probably my ignorance my, my ignorance because you know I don't I don't I didn't play football past what second year in high school of um stepping into a new offense <clears throat> and still having the struggles so I'm reading all these different things about other folks who have played in this same offense and how their first year was a a, a bit of a struggle but my my challenge with my, my issue with, with Justin Fields struggles is bro, you can't get into a scramble drill and have the man right in front of you to throw, throw the ball to and then decide not to. Why are you taking that hit? It's it's things that he's doing that I feel like QBIQ. You know, don't don't take the hit. Toss to the tight end. Let him let him get beat up. He's he's designed for that. You you get the ball out of your hands, pass the line of scrimmage. So it's just little stuff like that 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 bugs me outside of him outside of him trying to get the experience he needs to be better. I'm not in panic mode yet. I'm pretty much in disappointment mode. And the other part of the other parts of the equation just it just has to do with the surrounding you know, the the supporting cast. The O line is not is not great. We had two guys that allowed eleven pressures in one game mm. combined. Five mm. and six. And 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 they both and they play center and guard. The worst place that you can probably get pressure on a quarterback all game long is up the middle, because that yes, means sir. he can never, he can never step in through a throw, ever. Nope. nope. You know what I'm saying? He's he now he's firing shit off the minute he's snapping the ball, so he never gets a chance to even get possibly comfortable. Nope. Uh, so you have you have that going on. Then you know at at first I was like. Well, maybe the receivers aren't too too bad, you know. I like you know, uh, what the Giants receivers don't look that that any much better. But uh, maybe I'm a little wrong, it, especially when the one guy who's considered to be our best receiver steps up and said, "Yeah, I ran the wrong route several times in the game." I'm like, "Fuck, Mooney, really?" <laughs> you do? <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, you you all we got." But I appreciate. I appreciate his honesty and the whole frustration of why they can't air the ball out. So he's basically saying, no, it's not just Justin. Yeah, we all fucking up over there. Uh, you no, know, with the with the coaching staff, I'm not I'm not going to beat them up right now. Other than um, let's not do stupid. Uh, uh, Tevin Jenkins is probably one of the nastiest dudes we got to play play the O line. And if y'all caught any games. That dude just hits people for the hell of it. Uh, he needs to be in the game all game long. And now due to injury, he's going to be forced to be in the game all game long. It shouldn't have to come to that. Uh, 
it's just a it's just a choice of, of personnel that that I'm questioning with the with the head coaching or with the coaching Train, overall. I, so I, I have a question about that. So yeah, one thing I've noticed is the Bears are barely even throwing the ball per game. What do you attribute that to? Like like 20 pass attempts is crazy. Like so low. Uh, two, it's the, one is the flow. It, it, it truly is the flow of the game. Uh, when when I as I'm watching it. Because but as I'm watching it, I'm not really messed up about some plays that they choose to run the ball. Running the ball right now is our is our strength. I mean, I know it was raining, and they had and probably Bill Belichick probably felt like they had no choice. But we literally watched a game where where where, where my man down there, the Patriots didn't throw a pass. Now that is not completely the case with Justin. I would just say you play your team's strength. So I'm going to expect that the running, we're going to have more running plays, running plays than pass plays. However, there are several pass plays that get called where Justin just runs. <laughs> it's just like, oh, right. Some of those pass plays are actually lower because he's training yes. in tournaments or scrambles. And stuff e- like exactly. Because they, 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 they count a scramble as a run play. They don't count yeah. it as a pass yeah. play. So there right. are several plays and when they call it, I was like, "Damn, that's right." He literally takes off and runs, and so it's no longer it's no longer a pass play. So they call them gotcha. just like the combination of what I just said. If receivers are running the wrong route and the O line can't block anybody, then fuck. And then Justin just won't take the outlet sometimes when he really should. So like, well, damn, it looked like what we looked like the past couple of weeks. Shit, yeah, mm. trash. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know I got a good take when T don't have anything else to say. You I don't. I don't have anything to say other than we're gonna stay tuned. <laughs> it's four games. Answer we're my gonna question. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's gonna stay tuned. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Baker Mayfield for a minute. Did, oh, did any of y'all guy. catch? You mean you mean fancy? You mean fancy playing Gabbert? If anybody, yeah, I've been calling him for years. Did 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 anybody catch his post game interview? I caught I caught the take of it. I caught the yeah. take the, the one what take of it. Yeah, I saw, I, saw the, I saw the interview. Um, mm-hmm. um, and then I saw I, I was I was I was kind of surprised that Shannon Sharp didn't go in on him on that about that. I know Stephen A. did. But I was kind of surprised because Shannon Sharp didn't really blast them for the fans. The fans comment, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. guys, if if I if if I've been nothing but consistent, I've been I've been I harp on attitude. I gave Cam Newton a hard time because of his attitude. Cam ain't even in the league now. Okay, um, there's others that I have pointed out that attitude will matter, and if your attitude is shit and you're playing well, it's gonna come back and bite you in the butt. This dude said, and I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but pretty much said, because the fans were booing, and he says, well, you know, we're going to stay together in this locker room. I don't really care what they say, um, because even if we play well and they want to support us, it doesn't matter. It's, it's about us in the locker room. Dude's an idiot. Oh, Lord. Yo, the motherfuckers are paying salary, bro. You cannot say that, man. Like, mm-hmm. like. You're a Heisman Trophy winner, you know. You're, you're like, 
you got more. Well, you don't have as many now because, you know, I think Progressive dropped them. But, you know, dude was on every other commercial there for a little while. Um, and actually, some of the commercials are actually pretty funny. But you're not very good. And it'd be, it'd be different if you were playing out of your mind, a team was struggling. Um, and I, even then you wouldn't say that. But, you know, you could take exception to it. There's a way to say, hey, you know, really want the fans to come get behind us. We're trying, you know, you know, we, we feel your pain, but we're going to come out next week and be better, blah, 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 blah. People are like, I don't really give a fuck what the fans say. Baker, you're done. <laughs> I, I, I think he's lucky that Sam Darnold is still hurt. I think if Sam Darnold comes back, is able to come back and play, Baker's up back on the bench. And I think Baker, Baker is done after this year. I, don't, I honestly do not think Baker will be in the NFL after this year. Okay? And a lot of it is his attitude. Some of it is the fact that he just ain't that good either. But we've seen quarterbacks that were marginal have decent careers. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick was no killer, but that motherfucker leveraged himself. He, he was a hired gun. We need a quarterback. Call Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he'll come in. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He played well. But, anyway. but with Baker, he did this in Cleveland, and that's what makes yes, it worse. Did. He did the same exact thing in Cleveland. <sighs> and yeah. You are supposed to learn from your mistakes somehow. And he's still doing the same stupid things that he was doing up there. Wonder why he got booted out of it. Now he's in Carolina doing the same stupid things down there. So he's just asking to get cut and, and sit on the couch like we do watching the games on Sunday. Yeah. 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 All right. Enough on that loser. Because he's a loser. Um, I, I negated to mention one thing about the Cowboys, that there's a guy on Dallas, if y'all watch the Cowboys, keep an eye on this dude. Donovan Wilson, number six. Defense. Oh, yeah. He's that in-the-box safety type. I know yes. he's like in the core space all the time, bro. Let me, let me tell you something. Micah is everything. We already know what Micah is. We already know what Micah is. Micah is everything that everybody says he is. Okay, he is he is on that level. He is that dude. Okay, he 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 should be in the conversation for defensive player of the year if he keeps playing like he's been playing. And and not only is he that good, but like even Demarcus Lawrence now is getting to the quarterback because they got to give so much attention. Lawrence Armstrong is getting to the quarterback. You know, like you 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 know you can't block Michael one on one. I don't give a damn who you are. Lael Collins, his former teammate, who's like two, twice the size, couldn't handle him one on one. Okay, so Micah has an impact. Let's make that very clear. Behind Micah, Donovan Wilson, that boy is playing some ball. And let me also just yep. throw one more thing in. Last year, Trayvon Diggs gave up the most yards, I think, or top three in yards, gave up with his 11 picks. Watch him this year. Tell me that boy didn't go go to work. Tell me he didn't go to work to become a better cornerback because now they can't throw on him. They can't throw on him now. Four games in, they cannot throw on this dude. He is, shut, he is shutting down the top receiver on each team he plays. I'm just yeah, saying, and Jamar I'm Chase, forward. Jamar Chase talked. Jamar Chase talked some shit before the game too about Trayvon and yep. and how he thinks he's overrated. And then you know, how'd that work out? Trayvon put the yeah, Trayvon put the lock on a really yep. good receiver. Shut him down. Clink, clink, clink. Yep. And I am excited to see because the Rams rely heavily, which is a detriment. Clearly, Cooper Rush is their entire offense. 
you stick Trayvon on, what you going to do now? You know? Eddie Murphy said in one of his original albums, what you going to do now? You know, drop your pistol and you bust in the window. It's an old joke. I'll tell it to you another time. But anyway, um, so I'm excited to see that matchup. But, yeah, I just, I had to, I, I meant to. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. It's Cooper Cup. Yeah, I hear you train. <laughs> don't, don't let them steal your, your rush hour guy, man. It's, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Is that what I said? What I said? I said Cooper Rush? You My did bad. say Cooper Rush. My bad. I'm human. I'm only human. Flesh and blood. Oh, man. Okay. <sighs> All right. Um, what else? What else do we want to talk about? Are we ready for pick six? Do you ready? I didn't even. I usually text you and ask you, and I didn't do that. Am I bad? Pick six or no? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm prepared. This week was a little bit like, uh, did I pick this team? No, everybody's gonna pick that guy. That's, okay, that's a little hard. All right. Well, good. And I can stop talking. Turn it over to Doctor Train and pick six time. <sighs> I was enjoying talking about the Dallas defense. They're fun to watch, man. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's fun to watch. I'm dead serious. I, I, y'all, y'all, y'all been knowing me ever since we started this show, man. I get two shits about about people's offense. Like I like to see a defense that sit there and just constantly watch this one guy get to the quarterback three hundred different ways on three hundred different plays. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, that defense is fun to watch. So I look since since they're playing the Rams this week, I look forward to seeing that. Oh man, I and honestly, it you know if they do, if they if they do what I think they're gonna do, it should be, you know I, I think I think the Rams will adjust some after last night, but you can only do so much. Your personnel is what your personnel is, and that offensive line is is leaky as fuck. So I expect Dallas yeah, to tee off. Another injury. Yeah. Another injury at center. I expect Dallas to tee off on them. And um, I, I think we're going to get a win down in L.A. And then and then it's time to travel out to Philly. And Dallas will probably be 4-1. I don't know who Philly's playing. Did we just talk about oh, the Cardinals? Eh, okay, so they'll probably be 5-0. and and That's the matchup. Know, that's the matchup of the week right there. Either way. That's going to be the matchup in two weeks, baby. I think I was thinking about making a stake this weekend, but I may hold off on my stake. My my ribeye, my my my. Uh, yeah, man, you might have to eat that motherfucker once you see if y'all take it up. You know, man, maybe a consolation. Now, I'm, I'm gonna eat it anyway, but I'm just saying. Nothing stops me. My Cowboys getting killed thirty to nothing. Man, this thing is good. The fuck? Shit, nothing stops me. Yeah, I don't. I don't make steak as much as I used to, but I think I'm gonna make a steak for the Eagles game. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. All right. Sorry, you, you mentioned the Cowboys defense, and I just started thinking about. I I enjoy watching a good defense too. Maybe not quite as much as train, but I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed. Did I like I like looking at okay, who's their offensive coordinator, who's the defense coordinator, because that's the game within the game. And I enjoy how the coverages will actually show these coaches and then talk about their philosophies and stuff. Like, that's football to me. Now now it's like – that's why I don't go to the sports bars too tough because you can't get that feel in the sports bar. And then you get a bunch of dudes talking all the time and, oh, so you're a Cowboys fan, huh? Yeah, that's why I got the jersey on, motherfucker. Oh, so uh, what do you think? Is that going to be – motherfucker, the game is on. The game is on. The game is on. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. I'm oh, sorry. Man. 
Dr. Train, the floor is yours. All right, man. Pick six. Pick six. Four weeks in. And, man, we can't pick shit. <laughs> but that's, that's why we limit it to man, six teams because it just, it just makes it easier. Nah, just yeah, not 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 in, not not per the week. It's starting to get better. You know what I'm saying? But that's why we got limited to six. So if we had to pick sixteen, oh man, we'd be god awful. But um, uh, this week, week four, pick six results uh, came in at uh, K Star and yours truly tied at five and one. Uh, T followed up with four and two, and uh, little brother Jay at three and three. Thank y'all for the support of the Bears. Uh, sorry they didn't win. I would have been six and zero. Oh. Damn it. What's the overall record for the year for everyone? That doesn't really matter. Let's move on. Let's get it going. It'll be overall. So the overall record. K Star leads the pack at sixteen and eight. T only two games behind, fourteen and ten. Uh I am one game behind T at thirteen and eleven and pulling up the rear man is you know, voice of reason. Eleven and fourteen. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Wait, did I do that right? I think you're. What's the reasons getting seasoned and cooked out here? Sorry, hey, man. I cooked your ass in fantasy football. Don't start with me. Ah, oh, yeah. Ooh, you took it there. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, just, let's continue <laughs> with the big six. All right. So, Jason. come get some. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Trent. Yeah. All right, so first game uh, of the week for week five, pick six, is the two and two Chargers at the two and two Browns. Uh, kind of put this on there because it's just like, this is, you know, once we yeah. get about the first quarter, now it's like, all right, everyone, everyone should be uh, not 100%. Okay, <laughs> kind of got the identity of teams at this point. And it's like, all right, what do you do going forward? Games start to become crucial. So this is a hey, uh, hey, AFC matchup. Hey, hey Train, yeah. before before yeah. we make that pick, saying the Chargers yeah. made me think of one thing real quick. Next yeah. week, not tonight, but I'm giving you guys a week's heads up. I want to start talking about our fourth horseman because we said this year, you know, right, we had to create. Now we got Brady still. I think Brady just, as long as he's in the league, can't take him out. We got yeah, Mahomes. Same as Peyton Manning, yep. Yep. And we got um, Aaron Rodgers. A-Rod. A-A-Rod. Right. He is an asshole. He is absolutely asshole, but he can play. So, and you said, you said the Chargers made me think of Justin, Justin Herbert. You know, he's a thought. Um, obviously, Josh Allen. Um, yeah. Uh, Maybe Lamar. I don't know. Maybe Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Do we already yeah, know? Yeah, Pat Mahomes is automatic, but yeah. We, yeah, we said, we said Brady. There were three that were automatic. Yeah, Brady, Rodgers, and Mahomes are in. Right? Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes. So we need a fourth. Okay. So next be, week. It may be easy, but yeah. It may be, and we don't have to decide it, but I think we should start talking about it. You know? Yep. So. Okay. All right. All right. Pick time. All right. All right. After that commercial break, back to our regular scheduled programming of pick six. So two and two Chargers at the two and two Browns. K-Star, who you got? 
Mm. Um, I'm actually going to go with the Browns in an upset. Second oh, row game in a row for the Chargers. Cleveland back and Cleveland after coming off a disappointing loss. They can run the ball really well, and Chargers' issues on defense is run defense. So I want to go with Browns, squeak one by the Chargers. All right, Jay, who you got? You know, I think I'm going to go with the Browns, too. I don't, I don't like the, the defensive matchup. The Browns can run the ball, and I think that's going to be problematic. It's going to keep Herbert, even though he's hurt, it's going to keep him off the field. So um, I'm going to take the Browns, too. T. So, yeah, the Chargers, that division was supposed to be the best division in football, and it's not panning out even close to that. But uh, I think one more week for Herbert gives him – uh, a chance to be a little more healthy and to play a little bit like we know he can play. And I think if he comes and plays, I know their defense has got some issues, but, um, you know, I think if he comes to play, I, I think he, I think they can get the win. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'll be the contrarian and go with the Chargers. Um, no man should drink beer alone unless he's just, Drink a beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As I sit here drinking beer alone, but anyway, go ahead, drink. <laughs> oh man! So with that said, man, I'm, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Um, I I put faith into the Browns running game last week, and I was because I, I felt like they had a matchup where they should have taken advantage of it, and they didn't. Um. So I'm I'm done putting faith in that. I I, I expected them to take a step forward because it felt like they had momentum. They didn't. When I look at these two teams, I still like the Chargers. So next up, the Teddy Bridgewater led three and one Dolphins are visiting the two and two. I'm taking names. <laughs> Jets. Head coach talking trash. Solid said, I'm taking names. I'm taking receipts. Yeah. Y'all better come get some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you say what you got? Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins after a long week off. A lot of controversy surrounding them, but how do you get a full week of game planning, preparation? Maybe they get a win over the Jets who stuck one out in Pittsburgh. Right. You didn't think right. you didn't think he was going to pick the Jets after they just beat the Steelers, did you? Come on, <laughs> come on now. Hey, sometimes you gotta be like Durant, just join him, bro. All right, yeah. uh, Jay, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins too. Um, I've always been a Bridgewater fan. Uh, it's too bad he got his knee tore with the Vikings. He was good then, and he's been a good, solid backup. I think he's. He's got a stronger arm than Tua. Maybe not quite as accurate, but a stronger arm. So I think that'll bode well if they can game plan it right and go with Dolphins. All right. T, you swimming? Uh, or are you flying? Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too. There's a lot of hype around Zach Wilson being back and how good he's looking, but – um, I just think overall, even with Bridgewater, just Miami's a better team. So, um, and Bridgewater's, a, as we know, he's well traveled, but a very experienced and a competent backup. So, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins as well. 
<laughs> just for the hell of it, man. Uh, I'm, uh, I would take the Jets. And then it's just a surprise. Jets, 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 Jets. I'm a, I'm a fly. Solid is taking receipts. Let me see if he can cash this. You know what I'm saying? They, they got, they got a little momentum. The team is playing with some swag, man. And uh, this will be a close one. And if Teddy B can put it out, great. If he can't, great. Uh, here we go. Next up, we got the four and zero. Some teams say best team in the league. Eagles traveling to the two and two, led by the Munchkin quarterback <laughs> Cardinals. The uh, Bowers this time. T four and zero, four and zero. Eagles go five and zero. Sorry, I, I I missed something. I, I had this noise, but it's actually pouring rain outside. I don't even know it's just rain. I'm sorry. Um, got Eagles. Who are they playing again? I'm sorry, Trey. The Cardinals. Yeah, as much as I would love to pick the Cardinals, um, I'm going to go with the Eagles. All right. Uh, Jay, Cardinals in an upset? <sighs> yeah, I wish. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles too. I, I think they'll, I think the Cardinals will, will give them a fight, but Eagles are too much of a complete team to let that one get away. Yeah, you know, truly case. All right, truly case. Star, you got you got faith in Kyler Murray? Not enough. <laughs> but not enough, bro. The, the, the Cardinals defense is really bad too, so that does not help. All right. Well, I tell you who won't be in the four horse and come next week. It damn sure won't be Kyler Murray. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, all in on the Eagles. All in on the Eagles. All right, next game. This is probably considered game of the week, I would uh, I would probably say when I look at all the games being played. We got the three and one man, like Super Bowl caliber defense. It's rush hour, Cowboys. <laughs> Traveling to <laughs> Traveling to their, their summer resort. <laughs> Everybody knows it's the Cowboys summer resort for practice. <laughs> two and two Rams. Man. Um You know what? Let's 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 start let's start with the voice of reason. Man, why why are you picking the Cowboys for this one? Well, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys because I think they're a better team top to bottom. Secondly, even though it's a road game, it's really gonna be a home game when you talk about how the fans travel and they've got their training facility pretty much around the corner. And um everybody's talking about Dak might play, Dak might play. I don't think he's gonna play. I think they're going to sit in for this one, too. That that defense is, is legit. It travels, as we've already seen. They're playing to their strengths, which is the run game. They're scheming correctly. And mistake-free football, I'm telling you, is, is key. All last year we talked about the penalties, the penalties, the penalties. We're not talking about that. that I'm talking about penalties that much this year. And, and I think that has a lot to do with the success. All, everything else we've already discussed, point taken, but when you cut down on mistakes, cut down on penalties, you execute, um, only good things can happen. And I see the same thing happening with, with the game against the Rams, especially that pressure up front, getting all up in um, 
baby. All right, K Star, who you have? Well, the Rams. Fuck it. So, played obviously like shit. Obviously like shit. Cowboys got to travel to L.A. I think Aaron Donald has a impact on this game to where it's a turnover where Cooper Rush actually does commit one in this contest. I think that's the difference, and I think the Rams capitalize and get a bounce-back win. Um, if it were in Dallas, I'd pick Dallas, but I think it makes a, uh, an impact here. All right, so I'm going to go with the Cowboys, Okay. Cause I'm I'm gonna I'm let our host Steve last, but you know, D K Star just said you know Aaron Donald didn't see Rush Hour, <laughs> like you know he's not even watching that. So uh, you, know, you have so, to say to that. <laughs> you, you know, I, I have to get reminded how much of a hater K Star is. I have to get reminded. Oh, he just I reminded me. Now, if you know anything about the Cowboys Rams matchup, you would know that Aaron Donald doesn't show up because Zach Martin shuts him down every game. I, I, I challenge you to go investigate it, and you will see that Aaron Donald has had virtually no impact on the games against Dallas because of Zach Martin. So poo to your little Aaron Donald blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and did you see the game last night? Yeah, poo. Did you see the game last night? This is going to be a continuation of that. 17 pressures, 7 sacks. That's what last night was. You don't think Dallas is going to do the same thing? That's what's coming, okay? Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. uh, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. You know, uh, Neville Gallimore. Donovan Wilson. All these dudes are coming. So, but you can hate K-Star. You can hate. Cowboys. Someone's got to. Cowboys. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. That's funny. All right. Number five on his list. You know, uh, this team started off really rough. They bounced back last two weeks. Two and two Bengals. You know what I'm saying? Uh, going up against. I don't really don't know what's going on with this team, but they're, they're still a strong team. Two and two Ravens. This is a divisional matchup. This game is serious. You know what I'm saying? Outside of Cowboys and Rams, this might be the next next uh, best game of the week. So. Um, T, who you got? Ravens, Lamar Jackson, baby. That's that's that's. It starts and ends there. He's gonna prove. He's gonna he's gonna say, hey, we ain't, hold on, y'all forget about us. Don't. Ravens. Okay. K star. Yeah, Ravens, big. I think Lamar and Andrews have a crazy game together. They've been incredible all year. They had a down game last week and a really bad downpour of. The after effects of Ian, um, I think they uh, throttled the Bengals. Okay, I'm I'm shocked. You picked you picked the Ravens. Um, I thought you like would the say best rivals of the Steelers. I, I got it. I get that, but I just thought you would say tie. I mean, that's the only thing that benefits you. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you? <laughs> okay. All right, Jay. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens too. I mean, we're talking about somebody got to go with that defense. They got to they got to stop the bleeding somehow. That team should be undefeated. I don't know why they've got those two games where they had that collapse, but um, I don't see that happening. I'm, I'm taking the Ravens. Damn, I actually had myself set to pick the Bengals, but this is why this is my segment. And I go last. So, um, 
just going to join you guys and pick pick the Ravens because I don't want to be wrong by myself. <laughs> that way. And they are um, – they are – our boss all has, has produced a tough team every single season. And and you – the way they played, uh, Jay, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a wonder why they've lost uh, uh, some of the games, especially the Dolphins and even this last one that they had against the Bills. All right, last but not least, another divisional matchup. I put this on there because it is a divisional matchup, and one of these teams, the only direction it can go is up. But we got the one and three Ra- Raiders where the head coach is – What's his dude? Josh McDaniels. Tell me McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Mm. 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 I just Billy. bring up his name because they had a guy there who had this team on on you know on ten, and he wasn't good enough to keep his head coach. And I got Josh McDaniels. Yeah. All right, and they're going up against the um, three and one. Like I said, spin move, hook shot on a football field. For a touchdown. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, K-Star, you tend to like you the could, Raiders you, fans. You could, act, you could actually shortcut this if you really wanted to. But go ahead. Train. I, I could. I'm just <laughs> curious, <laughs> though, yeah. because <laughs> K-Star, <laughs> you I know, he has a little Raider in him. I see you trying to me into making a bad pick. I'm not going to do it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh man, that was my best chance right there. All right, I guess we're all in on the on the Chiefs. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, good. Let me pick six. Great, great. All right. Um, good show. I think we're good for tonight. Uh, final comments. Uh, let's start with Dr. Train. Yo. So. Uh, my wife just bought the plane tickets to Dallas. Mm. So I'm definitely going. Now it's just a matter of finding <laughs> hotel and, and game tickets. Really, really, it's a little bittersweet. I definitely hate that I cannot meet you guys there. Mm. Uh, really, 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 really looking forward to that. Um, so... We'll make it happen. But one day. Yep. One day. One day. Uh, but like before, you know, once I get um, once I get more details, keep you guys posted. I'm trying to figure out where to, where to stay because I really don't want to uh, rent a car. I'd rather just get a shuttle close to a hotel that's close to the game <laughs> and be mm-hmm. close to the stadium and just be in that vicinity because we're only there and instead of instead of leaving on a Thursday. I gotta wait and leave on leave on a Friday night. So really, only there like two. And Friday night, come back Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Monday, yeah, Monday morning. We get back Monday afternoon. So catch you an Uber or something. Yeah, yeah. Is but it was my best chance to see my team this year. Even though they they they, they look like this, I still I, I wanted to see them. Man, it's a chance to see Jerry World. Like I've I've heard great. Like everyone has been like, yeah, you gotta see it. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing that stadium. I'm curious because you've seen a few stadiums, so I'm curious your take on it. But it is it is absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah. when I was down there 
uh, five years ago when I went, 2017. I actually was in Dallas. I was in at a hotel in Dallas at a conference, and I Ubered from Dallas to Arlington. So, you know, Jay says Uber, you know, depending on, you know, and it, it, they're not next door. It was a couple, you know, it was, it was like a 20, 30-minute ride, if I remember correctly. But that's yeah. how I got there. So, well, we're, probably, we're finding a Dallas love. So I got to see what that is in yeah. reference to the to the to the stadium and see the hotel. But I'll I'll, I'll get it all. I'll go get it all go to the out. Cowboys website. There might be some information there that would be helpful oh, as far as okay. hotels and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. I will I will absolutely do that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, I'm also on travel this week, going to homecoming. Uh, for my for my alma mater, so that'll be fun. Um, and lastly, I will simply I'm not, you know, I'm still still excited about my team. Uh, there's no, I mean, it's it's, it's still the non Matt Nag era. There's and we are devoid of talent, so it'd be interesting to see if they, if they can just pull themselves together and get some growth in some area this year. Because at least at least this team is 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 candid in the sense that no one's you know no one's you know blowing blowing bullshit like when they when these guys get interviewed when you see the press comes around read the articles you know not that they're airing a dirty laundry it's just that what you see with your eye test they're not telling you something with their eyes they're not telling you something different you know when the magnaggy you know we would see a rabbit he tells like nah Nah, that was an absolutely a goat. Two goats, actually. Like, really do. So, we'll see. Okay. Uh, K-Star. Man, just excited for Kenny Pickett's debut again. That's that's really what it is. You know, in the Steelers' success, and not just this season, but upcoming seasons really depend on uh, his play. And we're looking forward to watching him play and uh, – Seen progress throughout the year. You, you know, K-Star, I know it's like I know it's like twenty after ten at night our time, but you know this is this is this is this is how you sound right now. I'm really excited about Kenny Pickett. You know. Amen. No, I'm not depressed. I'm depressed that we are one and three, and I'm dep- you know what actually I am depressed about is the fact that you know this year it seems unlikely. Not impossible. It seems unlikely we'll be in the playoff picture. So you kind of have to, like, punt this year off to, to think about future years. That part sucks. That part is depressing. Because yeah, so you're spoiled. So you're, you're counting your team out already. Awesome. No, I'm not saying them out. I, I'm saying it's what it's looking like. I'm not saying that's going to happen, okay? It's not what I said, all right? I am saying that watching Kenny Pickle play will be exciting. I am very excited for that. However... You know, we really need to get through this four-game stretch, hopefully with at least one win. That's what I'm hoping for, at least one fucking win. And uh, this is the first time, by the way, I just read this Adam Shepard tweet. which contributed to my sadness. This is the first time since the 70s the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, are 14-point underdogs to a team anywhere at any time as we are to bubble. Spoiled. That's fucking nuts. That's what it is. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I've been there, done that, and we won. What? Bruh. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are spoiled. That's true. Yeah, that's all that is. Okay, all right. Let's go to the voice of reason. JB, final thoughts. Final thoughts, quick. 
Uh, it's October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Women, go and get your mammograms done. Um, Cowboys, glad to see the defense continuing to churn away, and um, they're glad to see execution and, and not the nonsense that we were seeing before with, with time and clock management and all that stuff. It's just, just playing well and playing consistent. Just just keep with it. Keep playing consistent football. That's all it really asked for, consistent football and victories. Um, enjoy the games as always. Get your fantasy lineups ready. Let's rock and roll again. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, I really don't have much to close with. Um, we're a quarter of the way through the season, just about four out of 17 games. Enjoy it. Uh, this is a very entertaining season. Uh, it's really wide open. So, hey, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. That's all I can tell you is stay tuned. So um, that's it. I got nothing else. We'll uh, be back here next Tuesday night. We are going to talk Four Horsemen next Tuesday night. And who will Ooh. the fourth – who who are the candidates, and who do we think is leading the way? And is there a dark horse? Is there someone that may not be a candidate, but if they can get some, you know, play well, that may emerge? We're going to cover all that next week, along with our normal reviews of the games and getting ready for the uh, week six already. Going into week five, and I'm already looking at week six. I told y'all. You're going to blink. It's going to be Halloween. It's coming. Get your candy ready. All right. For Dr. Train, for JB, and for KFAR, thanks for checking out the Madden Voice. We appreciate it. And we will be back next Tuesday night. And as we always say, all feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody. Bop 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 b